dancing again. Yeah, buddy. You know that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, Every what? week. Yay. Oh, he <laughs> is Tyler. And I, well, she's Mary. <laughs> you, you surprised me there. I did. This is Mary, Tyler, and more. Your favorite Mumblecast you've never heard of. Oh, yeah, baby. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome to the dance party. To the madhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so apparently that's how the show's going to be, is I got the jump on him today. I, I said who he was, and then he went, wait, who am I? <laughs> no. Well, because usually say, you say, I'm Mary. Well, the last like, two I'm times Tyler. I've said you, I know. I, I'm not paying attention. I mean, well, you ever. haven't had food yet, and which is fine. You just had caffeine. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy shit. It's all... <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's going to be brunch by the time I make us breakfast. That's okay. Well, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, Thank you for joining us again on this uh, most beautiful of days. Yeah. Or nights. I mean, depending on when you listen. And, you know. What... Yeah, you don't have to listen to it on the day. Uh-uh. Out. You do and you. And this could be years from now when someone's first discovering us. <laughs> if that ever happens. We'll my, see. My sister, her daughter is going to be going through Spotify going, Auntie Mary did a podcast? And be like, <laughs> yeah, girl. You're just going to have to listen. Well, here's hoping that uh, by the time that happens, we're still doing a podcast. I mean, I would assume that we're going to be like big wigs in the podcast world. Well, no. We're going to be old bitches doing podcasts. Fuck yeah. (laughs) I'm all about old bitch podcasts. Woo. Let's go. Well, so, oh my goodness, so many things, right? So, um, you know, we, I mean, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about on the show today. Um, I'm really, really excited for our lineup, but... um, I mean, I guess the first thing we're going to talk about is I was gone for, you know. Yeah, that's why we were not making an episode last week. Yeah, we went on a little uh, hiatus, as it were. And, well, because Mary went to Texas. I did. Yeah. I went to Houston. And I, you know, it's so it's so weird because, I mean, you know, Tyler and I haven't traveled since, um, really since the pandemic. And so it was very... Yeah, I think our last big trip was to San Diego. It was in 2019. Yes, yeah. sir. Yep. Right before. Right before. And, uh you know, it, it, I mean, it, I had I had a lot of kind of, I mean, reservations and and a little bit of anxiety going into to well, traveling, I mean, yeah. but I mean, it was it was actually like um, it was probably the smoothest I think I've ever gone through um, like security. Um, now that um, I mean, not to say that COVID like directly changed the way that like TSA handles a bunch of things. I fucking hope so because I don't know. I, this is my hot thought today. I fucking hate the TSA. <laughs> They're completely useless. Well, so I will. I mean, I'll tell you that if I mean if we travel together like somewhere you know far away. Yeah. Um. It, the the TSA was really good because it, I I felt a little. Did well, you have to go in the cancer machine? Uh, I did have to go in the cancer of machine. Course. Yes, I did. Um, but I that um, when I was at because I flew out of Bozeman, and so when I got to the Bozeman airport, oh my god! So the first fucking thing that happens, I get to the Bozeman <laughs> oh, airport, and and I pull, you know, so I'm I get there at I mean just a little after twelve, and my flight doesn't leave until two o'clock, and we start boarding at like. Uh, one thirty. So yeah, I mean, because you don't need fifteen hours to get in our airports. No, no. <laughs> Luckily, but I, mean, like, I love that. I mean, you still need at least like an hour or so to like oh, be able to get least, to security. Oh, at least because it takes and, them for fucking ever yeah. sometimes. But like, I managed to get there with enough time, and I, you know, was gonna go park my car in the long term parking lot, and I, oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> I pull in, and there's a guy just like parked at the gate. Like, not pressing buttons, like, not trying to fumble for payment. Like, he's just sitting at the gate. Yeah. And we're all like, okay, so it's just me behind him. So then I'm getting nervous because, I mean, I still have, like, an hour and a half, but I'm still nervous because I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take to get through security. (laughs) And then another car comes behind me. And then another one. And by the time, like, I had maybe seven or eight cars queued behind me who are now blocking the street. And one of the guys, like four cars back, gets finally gets out of his car and walks up to this truck and goes, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you doing? Apparently, the kid was so high, he just looked at this guy and went, I'm new here. I don't know what to do. Oh, my God. And so. Well, and let's uh, let's take a sojourn there. Uh, January 
we officially legalized. Well, I mean, I guess we did last year, I but mean, now it's completely available. Yes, it is like, completely you, available. You can walk into a store, you can buy weed legally. Yes. Not not have to do anything. You don't need a card anymore. And as a random sub-sojourn, apparently they've passed a bill at the house to um, federally decriminalize marijuana. Oh, yeah. They they well, has it been signed? Yet? Um no, but they're I mean the, but the bill But it went through the house. Yeah, it went through the house. Sad. Yeah. So that's so that's kind of cool. Well, let's hear let's hope Papa Biden uh <laughs> Come on, Papa Biden. It. Just, you know, yeah. I hate to what make does it he have to lose. Who who gives a fuck? I mean, I hate to make an old person joke, but like you just slide him a piece of paper and then like you you tell him to sign it, but you yeah. slide it back and he's just signing the bill. <laughs> <laughs> You'd pull the fast one on him just to get him to sign it. No, um, just tell him that it's his uh, um, Uber Eats receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We know that he's not going to Uber Eats. He's got I the entire know. White House kitchen. And... Yeah, it was a bad joke. It's fair. But if well, anybody's it's seen... even funnier because you don't have an actual receipt to sign. I mean, that's fair. But uh, if anybody's seen the West Wing, I mean, fuck, you know, they make anything <laughs> that comes out of that damn kitchen. Like, fucking Christ, Allison. They Jenny. really do. I uh, love her. Anyway. Thanks, Aaron Sorkin. Thank you, Aaron Sorkin. Um, <laughs> but but... Uh, so this guy was uh, just sitting there. Yeah, completely just ham- or hammered. I Ham- mean, truly, he was. I mean, like, I he mean, was he was high. Yeah, he he was stoned out of his mind. Yeah. And so then this guy walks up. You know, a- driving. Yeah. Yeah. Ask him what the fuck. Um, and apparently, like, so he talked with the kid for like a second Push the button on the kiosk, ticket dispenses, arm lifts, truck pulls forward. <laughs> and I am dumb. So I, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Like, I look at this guy and I had my window rolled down. And I was like, what the fuck happened? Guys, like, the kid was so high, he didn't know what he was doing. And he said he didn't have any money to pay for it. And he was going to back out of the line. But you can't because you're behind him. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you're right. Well, we'll see how that works. I, mean, I, I can't wait to see him. Trying uh, to get out of that lot. Oh my god! I about and I'm really a car. hoping he didn't slam into somebody. I mean, I watched him park, and so he. I mean, he was. He seemed okay. Well, I mean, he has enough faculties to get to the airport. So yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, not not saying that you should ever do this, and no. actually, you shouldn't. No. But I have been pretty stoned, and I have driven to Taco Bell. That's probably the most stoner thing you'll ever hear me say. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and, you know, oh, sometimes you just need a <laughs> Crunchwrap oh, Supreme. Yeah, at, uh, you know, 9 <laughs> o'clock at night because you're fucking, you know, just high. High. <laughs> My hair is east, and I am high. Anyway. But, yeah, I'm, so. I'm sad I can't do that anymore. I but know. That but, was fun. That, yeah. I mean. That's not a good idea at all. No, 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 and no. Don't do it. It's no, like no, no, drinking no. and driving. Yeah, Luckily, no, no, no. I trust myself enough that I knew when I could and when I couldn't. Right. But still. Yeah, but don't. still no. <laughs> so yeah, so we get parked. I, you know, get through security. All that shit's fine. I sat, you know, at a little restaurant that literally like looked over my gate. And so like I was right there when boarding started. Yeah. And, you know, fl- like flying. Reading a book. I was reading a book, which we're going to talk about. That. Um, yeah, I actually, as a random side tangent, I started book number 17 yesterday. It fucking blows my mind. You started reading last month. I did. Well, technically it would have been January, so it's- Was it January? uh I thought it was February. Nope, January is when I started my circus. And I forgot that it's also April now. Yes, it is April now. Because, uh, this guy's got a birthday in like six days. Yeah. What, what? Yeah. almost like a perfect week. I know. It's kind of awful. But, uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, I got there and, you know, the flight to Houston was direct and um, it was great. No no stops. Like, I just went direct to Houston. And, yeah, which um, is lucky. Yeah. The the stops were on the <laughs> way back, which was, oh, my God, I wanted to pluck my eardrums out with a fork. Um, well, yeah, because, you know, if you – here's a PSA. Another hot thought. Another hot Tyler. thought. Here we go. Let's uh, go. So, Hi. if oh. you have a small child, please, for the love of fuck – do not travel on an airplane with them. They don't know what's going on. If their ears won't pop, they're in immediate, like incredible pain. Yeah. And trust me, I've been there and it's not fun yeah, at you, all. You were that kid for sure. And uh well and well my parents wouldn't do that. I was that kid when we went to San Diego, I think. Oh God. Uh, yeah. Cause my I have ear drainage issues, so it's really hard for my ears to pop. Yeah. And if I have a stuffy nose, Ugh. It, it makes it like my ears are going to explode, yep. which I'm lucky they didn't, yes. but I Same. they were close. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's just, it's not fun. 
I mean, I get sometimes that it's that it's unavoidable. Like if you yeah. have to, if you, if you have need to get to, somewhere fast, yeah, and you have to travel with children, fine. But if you're going to Disneyland, drive, <laughs> <laughs> fucking drive, Karen. I mean, it was just. I mean, I, you know, I again, there. Not to say that this is all children. There, there are some children who are very well behaved on planes. Sometimes, yeah. But there was, but it was just like the people who were in front of me. It was a mom, dad, and two kids, and they were split between two rows, and we of were on a were. Boeing like seven eighty seven. So it was like a big ass plane. Was and it so, uh, three four three? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you were on a big. Plane. It was a big fucking plane. <laughs> but so I'm sitting near the window, and the the dad is in front of me with one of his kids. Mom's in front of him with another one of the kids. And this boy literally would not stop screaming even before we took off. Like yeah. just was screaming and crying and nothing dad could do would calm him down. And he tried to get stern and then he tried to be nice. And the kid is climbing up over the seats between mom and him. And I'm just like, and then we took off and we don't even get fully in the area to cruising altitude. The kid is unbuckled and is going back and forth across the seats. And I'm just like, brother, you are going to get your ass beat by somebody, whether it's the flight attendant or whether it's your dad. See, aren't aren't you like in those situations just wishing that there was a fucking air marshal on the uh, on to just fucking tell him to yeah. sit your ass down like that's again a huge safety hazard it is and it's not even about kids being obnoxious at this point it no. is a safety hazard it is like, like uh, <sighs> if they start fucking around with the wrong thing oh my god and there isn't a flight attendant paying attention yeah <laughs> like, yeah it's oh my god it was you're, just you're on ugh. a canister uh like hurtling Hundreds of miles an hour through space, through like <laughs> lower space, like right uh, before we run out of oxygen. Yep. So what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it was just, I mean, it was wild, but like the, I mean, the trip itself was really good. I mean, like it was great. Got to cut up or catch up with, um, you know, a friend from college and the whole reason I went down there was because he's getting married. And yeah. um, so he had asked me to, you know, come down and take engagement photos for him and his fiance who are just the cutest couple in the whole wide world. I know those photos you took are amazing. Thank you. And if those are posted on my socials. If anybody wants to go check them out, it's uh, they're on my <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. Um, But I mean, the, it was, it was actually really fun. It was really fun because um i have never um you know like on a side tangent like a <laughs> like we do well i mean it, it does have to deal with the main story but like scooters like back when scooters were first a thing oh i fucking love scooters i never had a razor scooter like i could never do I it because either, like and i wanted one so bad right but like i could never like when i was a kid i never had the leg power to be able to do it and i would oh, get really? winded so easily because of my asthma oh, like i never i i would still have a scooter if i could if it was socially acceptable are you breaking stuff over there no i have no idea what that was um Okay. I don't know. Well, that's cool. Anyway. Uh, our table is making noises. <laughs> well, as long as the table doesn't like fall down, I'm it sure won't. we'll be fine. Um, but uh, we there was a place in downtown Houston that actually rents electric scooters. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of the bigger cities do. Yeah, and so it but the the weird part about it is you can't you have to ride them in the street. Uh-huh. And I, well, I like mean, anything with wheels is technically you're not a pedestrian. Right. And so apparently like, the, but Houston was like cracking down on people riding them on sidewalks. Well, yeah, it's a safety hazard. I mean, it is, but like, <laughs> I'd rather be on the sidewalk than in the street with a car that's not paying attention. Like, yeah. Did they have at least bike lanes? Cause um, that's what makes uh, the ones in Seattle nicer. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were bike lanes for sure. Okay. But like there, the thing about Houston that was really, that really kind of bothered me was like, there would be lanes that like we, you know, I'd be riding in the car with my my friend Mace and he'd be driving and then all of a sudden we'd come up on a parked car because we were in the lane for parked cars. I know, I and hate. And it just came out of nowhere. Hate, hate when uh um cities do that. Oh my god. It was so it was it was it's uh, like when it transitions into a bus lane. Oh my god. Without really saying yeah, and anything. And you have no idea. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and there's a parked bus right in front of you. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> But we, I mean, we're going through Houston and, you know, I mean, really the downtown area was beautiful because it was just like all the skyscrapers, the high rise things. Oh, yeah. But swear to God, we came across 12 photographers as we were going through. And like, of course, I'm getting, I had a very big imposter syndrome moment. Oh, shut like, up. I'm watching all these people with like these really big, like, um, you know, they've got the, um, it's 
I mean, technically what it would be is they have an off-camera flash that's got a big, like, softbox on it, one of the octagon softboxes. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they've got models in the streets and they're doing all these things and I'm just looking at them. And then I can, not that they would ever judge me, but, like, I can kind of sense, like, my, you know, uh, my couple with me um, looking, kind of looking at the equipment. I'm just like, yeah, guys, I'm really sorry. Like, I don't have any of that for you. Like, I didn't. Well, you have to have perspective. You're not operating in a, a place where you can purchase all of that. I mean, that's true. I but... mean, uh, if you had wedding clients all year round. Yeah. Because the weather is okay. Yeah. Then it would be different. And if I was in a larger city and I had access yeah, to more like income. That's what and, I mean. Yeah. Like it, it would be a lot easier because you can charge more. Right. When you're not, you know, in a rural area. <laughs> I was, I mean, I, I definitely tried not to have the imposter syndrome thing, but I, I mean, I definitely did. Yeah. Feel you it you because... still take amazing photos with the equipment you have. Well, thank you. I, I definitely do um, want to, that'll be the next topic that we talk about. I uh, want to uh, get some things for my, my flashes that I have, but anyway, well, yeah. so we're, you know, we're in downtown and I'm on this scooter. And so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of nervous because like I, you know, I've never ridden one of these before and you know, it's, you, you push off and then you, there's an, um, basically an accelerator that yeah, you, they have a throttle on them. Yeah. And yeah. you go, I mean, the max you can go is like 25 miles an hour, but which I mean, it's still on a fucking scooter is like oh, yeah. pretty, pretty fast. And so of course, like I'm watching, you know, Mace and Adrian take off in front of me because they're going to, f- going to find us our first location uh-huh. and I'm behind them. But like, I mean, you, you would have just laughed your ass off at me because like I'm holding onto the handlebars and I'm just shaking. Oh, I, I believe that. Yeah. 100%. Because I'm just terrified because I'm just like, I don't, you know, and then I'm like trying to ease on the brakes so I don't flip over the handlebars and like I'm oh, just. That, that's the rite of passage being on a scooter. Hey, but I'm going to say I didn't flip. I didn't flip over anything. I didn't run into anybody. Like I, by the time we got done, I felt pretty confident on it, but it was just, I mean, it was wild kept like being, catching up with traffic and then like having to go over like the trolley, um, like tracks and whatever. Like uh-huh. I started like, you know, like leaning into things and like pulling back when I had to go over like yep. bumps and stuff. And it was just like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, well, because just... it's funny how uh, it's intuitive. Like that's the thing that people don't realize. Sure. It's like, once you understand how a bike works, it, it <laughs> moves with your body. Like you, you understand like the physics of it because you're, you naturally are like, Oh, I need to curve into this because yep. it feels right. Well, and the handlebars like on this scooter were very much kind of like a segue where they would lean forward and go back. Oh, really? Yeah. So what that's what fuck? that's what made me a little nervous because like when I would lean forward, the handlebars would go forward, and I'm just I, like, I don't like that at all. Uh, so that's why I was shaking the first okay, time. Okay, that I was makes on more it. sense. I'm like, if it's a a straight, um, whatever you call that, like a straight bar. Yeah, like it, a it was, normal scooter. Yeah, it was a straight bar up and down, two handlebars. Yep. Yeah, but like, it was if it was that, that's fine. Yeah. But, but I mean, ugh. it was, it was wild, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we, uh, the, I mean the weather, I was actually wickedly surprised that it wasn't as humid as I was used to being in the South. And so that was really good. And I mean, it was just, it was great to be around like, oh my God, all these. I can't f- remember. Is Houston more South or is it more North? I'm pretty sure it's more North. I think. Okay. Cause I was going to say the closer you get to the Gulf of Mexico. Right. Right. Yeah. When you get to like, you know, Pasadena and all that. But it's, it's also March or was March. Yeah. So I don't know. It was, I mean, it was Other pretty decent. It was go. just, it was beautiful and it was great. And I was yeah. really, um, we it was got much some, nicer than here. I mean, it, it was, I came back to fucking <laughs> snow. Like, let's go. But I hate it. Living in the North sucks. <laughs> it does. But, uh, but yeah, that was my trip to Houston. It was really great. And I was really excited. And it was the, about the second time in my life that my photography has taken me somewhere else. And yeah. actually technically the third time, technically the third time. Yeah, technically. But, Cause uh, San Diego was one of them. San Diego was the second. And then, um, uh, one of my, um, was it Idaho that you went to? Uh, no, remember it was, uh, Oklahoma. Oh yeah. yeah. Or Nebraska. Excuse me. It was of. Nebraska. 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 But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my, that's my big people dream is to, to have my, you know, photography actually take me places. So. Well, it does take you places. I mean, it does, but I wanted to do it on a regular basis. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you'll get there. But, uh, but yeah, so, um, we are, we're going to introduce a new kind of topic or a new yeah. kind of segment i guess which you're gonna have to find music for um but we're, <laughs> well, i have music we're gonna oh yeah so we're gonna call this tts which is today ty saw because i'm a magical <laughs> unicorn 
And uh, today I saw on Reddit <laughs> of course. A, a beautiful Ask Reddit thread that was, what, di- what is normal that men do that is super sexualized when a woman does it? Oh my God. <laughs> and one of my favorite ones was turn 18. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you don't think about it. Like guys, it's just like, okay. Cool. I'm and then girls. Oh, they're fucking legal. Oh my god! <laughs> because men are pigs, and I hate us. <laughs> oh, that just hurts my body. I don't know. I know. Yeah. Okay. The other one that really struck home for me was, uh, um, uh, having long hair. Uh, some guy was like, "Yeah, I'm a guy who has long hair, mm-hmm. and I bent over once, and I have a nice ass." <laughs> and some random guy just came over and slapped my ass. Oh my god! And then was super surprised when I got up and I was a guy. And I'm like, "Fuck!" I unfortunately have uh, <laughs> suffered from that too. This guy used to have like Fabio length hair. I did. You should tell people about what happened to you at Target one time. So, uh, well, it's not just one time. I'm okay. A time. Tell about a time. <laughs> so, uh, I do have to say. If I can do it, my hair is fucking luxurious because I have a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, it's super nice. Like, uh, um, I have really thick hair. It's wavy. Like, it, and it's blonde. Oh, look at the big dick on Tyler. I know, right? Big old wavy blonde <laughs> locks and whatever. But when I was 19, well, actually, throughout high school, I was growing out my hair. Mm-hmm. But when I was 19, it was the longest it had ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was the skinniest I've ever been. So I was I was lanky. I had a big ass because I've always had a big ass. Yeah. All that cake. I was biking all the time, so it was firm. Ow. I know. All right. And uh, Excuse so me, I had long hair. I was working at Target. You couldn't really see me like you you couldn't tell from behind. <laughs> and the amount of guys who have grabbed my ass and uh excuse me, ma'am. And I turn around, I had a goatee. <laughs> I'm sorry, back that up. What? Dudes would grab your ass I and told then say, you that. excuse me, ma'am? No, 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 not in the same sentence. Oh my God, I was about to flip a table. No, 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 no. But also, um, dudes, please don't grab ass if it's no, not your No, and own. that wasn't at Target, luckily. Because if it was, I would have lots of things to say to HR. <laughs> <laughs> yup. No, it happened in public a couple times. Oh, my God. Because guys are disgusting. They they really are. Come on, I, my dudes. I hate the fact that I'm guggy sometimes. <laughs> that you're a cis, you're a cis white male and again, not and that picks. it's not that it's all dudes. It's not all dudes. Well, obviously, I'm not like that. But. Right. But there are enough examples where it's like, mm, I'm going to need you to let go of the merchandise. Well, and it's it's ridiculous that guys think that that's okay, that it's socially yeah. acceptable yeah. to be able to like completely disregard someone's uh, health and well-being Ugh. and even like their, their mental state. Like, yeah. Uh, because that's like super abusive if you really think about it. Oh, absolutely. Like you're invading their space. They don't fucking know you. Why are you touching them? Uh-uh. Like that's not okay. Well, and not like even, you know, people who go into a profession like, you know, I don't know, exotic dancing, stripping, whatever. Oh, and then like, that's super not okay. Yeah, just because you're showing off your ass doesn't yeah. mean that that gives him the right to grab it. I'm, I'm I, sorry. I get that it's sexualized, but it's like you're doing it, excuse me, in a way that, uh, like, you know that there's a barrier. Yeah. Or you fucking should know there's a barrier. Like, let's be real. Yeah. It'd be different if they're fucking you. Ugh. Well, okay. So, with this Reddit thread, so what is what is something that you think that is, um, you know... Well, I was going to ask you because I read them. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So, what, what do you think uh, is normal for a guy and sexualized when a woman does it? Oh. Or just for a woman? Um... I would say that, um, oh man, uh, wearing, wearing a dress shirt. Yeah. I think that was actually one of them. I would believe that men wear dress shirts. I mean, it's totally fine. And I mean, that obviously that's like a, you know, obviously a staple of men's clothing, but to make a woman more 
you know, like appealing or whatever. Like the fantasy is, oh, well, she's wearing a men's dress shirt and then nothing else underneath. It's like, um. Maybe she just, you know, is a businesswoman. Thank you. Because there's <laughs> nothing sexier than a woman in a fucking power suit. Like, mm. Well, I mean, mm. yeah, generally that that that's sexy no matter what. I mean, I'm also still about Henry Cavill water biscuit suit suit guy, so, you know, <laughs> I'm always about it that. Grease him up a little bit. <laughs> Grime up, crimes up. Good. <laughs> yeah, but there yeah. are some guys that are more attractive when you um you grease them up and or not grease, you know what I mean, like Tom Hiddleston. Grime them. Tom Hiddleston. Done. <laughs> I don't know. He was uh, he was pretty hot as the dapper gentleman in Crimson Peak. <sighs> Woof. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so dress shirts. That's that's my vote is dress shirts. And also, I'd also say um, like, a, like a household task, like cooking. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that. Because, you know, when... we're just panting and sweating and <laughs> women grunting are... <laughs> over the stove. But, yeah, the second a woman leans over a stove, all you're doing is going, oh, look at that ass, though. I'm like, oh, yeah, stir that Alfredo, bitch. But, like, t- check out that booty, though. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I just Uh-oh. think of Mrs. Doubtfire and oh him setting his tits on fire. <laughs> Setting your tits on fire. Oh, oh my god! I love god. that movie so much. And as a person who knows like drag queens that have fake yeah. chests, can you? Uh, those things are fucking expensive. Yeah, can you imagine are. burning plastic like that Ooh, or silicone? Blah. Woof! It's a wild. It's wild. I know, right? But yeah, that is our new segment. That is TTS, and today Ty saw. Well, there are there any other ones that you can no, think of? No, that was those were mine. Okay. You already read them, so unless you want to say something else. Well, I'm trying to think of any other ones. We kind of went over the... Yeah. I gave the outro prematurely. I apologize. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's new. We're still finding our life. Hey. Uh, so, do you want to talk about your, your other little excursion you just did? I do. So... Uh, apparently this is a very Mary-centric episode today, and I apologize for that. That's not usually my bag. I I almost died, so I I took the spotlight there for Um, a little bit. I told you to not mention that anymore, but anyway. (laughs) But you can. I cannot. You did. I did not. Yes, you did. Try again. Not in this. Mm, Well, if it's not in this, there's no proof. Shut up. (laughs) Um, so, but our second weekly topic this week is, um, I, uh, had the, esteemed honor and privilege of being able to uh, photograph the former felons ball that was uh, here in town this weekend. So can you explain what that is? Um, So I really wish that you had asked me that before the show because I would have had something prepared. Um, But you can have a general outline of what former felons means. I mean, so if you give me one hot second, I am going to unceremoniously pull out my phone and, you don't know it off the top of your head? Uh, Tyler, why would you ask me this question? Uh, we already talked about it. I know. Well, okay, but you asked me, and so I kind of... <laughs> I thought you knew. No, I don't. So, well, just... Okay, to save me the embarrassment, why don't you just go ahead and just... So, I can't remember specifically. It's either two things. It's uh, when they stopped um, making it illegal to be a homosexual in Montana, like uh, where they could actually get arrested for it Mm -hmm. it's something like that where a bill passed where they couldn't do that anymore Mm -hmm. or it was um yeah no i think that's actually it if you want to look it up i'm pretty sure that's well that's that's what it was not my password so we can try that again (laughs) um i yeah it's something like that uh but we're going to uh yeah we're gonna do this here we go that's um, oh, excellent. Hey, look at that. Look at our our local, you know, newspaper, like, did a thing. And I know. Um, sometimes they're cool. Sometimes they... <laughs> they're uh, just trying to stay alive. That's well, <laughs> oh, and they were... Normally they give, like, a... Um, uh, like a... Like, what the... F- actual thing <laughs> oh um the event got its name after the statute that outlawed same-sex relationships in montana was struck down yep. according to event organizers okay so good that's, so that's, that's what i thought that's correct yeah because you literally before that could be could be arrested you, you could for, be arrested yep. and and prosecuted for mm-hmm. being gay and it's 
It, it's amazing. Uh, this is going to kind of tie in some hot thoughts, I suppose. But um, it's it's amazing to me that we've come so far in that kind of in in that world and those communities, like showing or seeing all of the like the freedoms that this community has been able to achieve. Not all then, states have gotten there, but no. But to have. then backpedal and to have fucking Florida pass a bill that says "Don't Ugh. say gay." Yeah, I don't want to get into that whole thing because that's a huge hot thoughts thing. Oh my god! But like I it's just not cool. Like. It's, it, it really not. isn't. That's why at least I'm glad that we're kind of pretty open-minded for a red state. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we're pretty open-minded. Holy shit. I mean, it, it's it's been it's surprisingly. Been a, yeah. It's very it's a very welcome kind of, you know, refreshing um you know, state of being to be yeah. able to like, you know, see people be, you know, like openly who they are. And um, I actually had one of my friends who um, was uh, uh, Hex actually did not uh, MC any of the drag shows this year. Oh, really? She, was she here? Um, she was here, okay. but she uh, she went in and she would do. She called them random spot checks. She would just drop into any well, of the drag that's shows. Probably and, good because you know she needs to keep an eye on the girls. She's got to keep an eye on her kids. <laughs> but that's exactly what she did. So she'd come in and she'd do a spot check and like just make sure that they were like the MCs were doing their job, which they were. And yeah, I was going to say, but we need to, I don't know if we've ever uh, described Hex. Um, I should, I'll post it on our socials today. When, so, so just imagine like a six foot five drag queen. Yeah. And that's she towers not, over everyone. And that's not in her shoes. I know. Yeah. She's, she's a, she's a tall lady. <laughs> she is in fact a tall lady. Just imagine if you will. Um, she looks like the, or no, that uh, um, Christina looked like the Chrysler building. Oh my God. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, the um, crown, Fuck that yeah, she with has. her giant ass crown. Fuck, but no, um, like uh, that um, that sparkly green dress that oh that one God. time was so cool. Where she literally is the wicked witch of the north. I she mean, really is. Technically, she's the Wicked Witch of the East, but you know, because she lives in Bozeman, but that's fine. Uh, anyway, um, but she, uh, she, anybody play Resident Evil The Village? Uh, she's Lady D. I know. She's Lady Dimitri. I, or I, you say her name. Uh, Dermot. I don't know French. Like that. <laughs> I I'm not even gonna try. Yeah, nope. Lady D, the lady gigantic, D. the nine foot tall vampire lady, big titty vampire. I really i <laughs> I want to get that on the computer uh, just so I can do the mod that you can get the fly swatter to slap her on the ass. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, that's amazing. The amount, uh, I'm not even joking, okay? I'm going to take a little aside here. Oh, here we go. Another side sojourn. Great. Uh, Japanese men are disgusting sometimes <laughs> because Accurate. they put so much detail, like polygons, oh boy, into her ass alone that it's insane. Someone oh. did the calculations and they're like... What the fuck? What the fuck is this? Like this model has way more detail on their ass than or on her ass than needs to happen. Uh huh. But I mean, like she's a beautiful big teeny vampire. But like, like the adorable. jiggle fig- physics and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought it was hysterical when you slap her. It's just like yeah, her fucking ass will actually like like slap. It'll slap the way it should in real life. Because it's a Resident Evil game. Those are scary as fuck. Uh huh. So. The fact that you can do that <laughs> is hysterical. Let's have like, a mechanic. <laughs> it, it completely uh, takes the scary out of it, which uh, I'm all for. Because that, excuse me, that game is terrifying. It, it really is. It, it's very, it's very on the edge of your seat. Yeah, um, especially when uh, <laughs> you're uh, in the um, the factory. And uh, the gigantic guy with a fucking propeller head yeah, is chasing no. you. No. Because again, no. It, it, it doesn't make any sense yeah, at all. Yeah, but you fucking dispatched that guy in a minute with a fucking landmine. So let's be real. Oh, no, that was a little one. Oh, well, anyway. Remember, I we, don't. We, we talked with Errol about this. He's like, oh, just wait. I'm like, oh, oh, God fuck. damn it. Of course. But, uh, but yeah, so. Um, it was it was really great to um I I had the the honor of being uh hired by uh, Montana Pride which was formerly yeah. Big Sky Pride and uh they uh the organization hired me to be able to uh take photos for the weekend and Yeah, um, you're like their official photographer now. I and I really like saying that. Like I like knowing that I'm working with a with an organization that that is kind of I mean has is treating me a little bit exclusively which I kind oh, of appreciate. Yeah. Well, then I'm really glad that um just in general, that we have a cool organization like that. Yeah. 
who has done a lot of really good things. Oh, absolutely. In our state, and I love it. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's just really, I always enjoy um, getting together with this group of humans because I just, it just gives me all the warm fuzzies of like, this is what happens when people who care about each other get together. And this is what happens when, you know, like, especially with, um, with uh, Hex, Oh, yeah. I when you know when Hex was showing up at all of the bars, like she would she would say things. Um, you know her two staples are, um, you know, like who's been drinking tonight, and everybody like starts cheering and doing yep. the things, and then she's like, all right, if you didn't cheer, look at the person next to you. Are you taking that person home tonight, and not in a sexual way? Are you taking them home tonight? Do they have a ride home tonight? Make sure you get them home tonight because if you're the designated driver, good for you, but make sure your friends get home safely. Yes. And her second thing is consent isn't just sexy; it's mandatory. Yeah, one hundred. And it, I just, I appreciate so much that she ends all of her shows that way because it's just like these are two core tenets of our culture that need to continue to be addressed. Yes. Don't drive drunk and don't have sex with somebody unless they tell you, yes, I want to. Well, yeah, like it, it's just common decency. How the fuck is that not a thing? Unfortunately, it, we, we are in an era where people can't say gay. In Florida. Yeah, I know. So we have to... Our earth is burning. Yep. So we have to re-hammer home things like (laughs) consent and personal responsibility. Those are two things. That's okay. Another (laughs) hot thought. One day, the people making these stupid laws are going to die. You're right. And then, you know, hopefully... We'll hopefully be okay. Yeah. And then we'll have other people in our generation who will, like, step up to the plate and be like, hey, this was really dumb. Let's never do that again. Yeah, here's hoping. (laughs) One day. But uh, one, one day the power will die. One day the power will shift. <laughs> but it was it was really an amazing experience. And I, um, if you guys are interested in seeing any of the photos that I shot from last night, um, you are uh, you can find them on um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah, I was going to say you should do a cross post with our hell yeah, Facebook. absolutely. Yay. And uh, I'll um, I'll post it um, on our. Um, <laughs> Excuse me, God, are on our Facebook page um, to for uh, Montana Pride, um, so you can go out and check that out. Um, yeah. But it was a really great experience. I really love this group of humans. I'm super, super excited for Pride this year. I didn't catch when the dates were because I was jumping. So the the whole point of this Here's evening. hoping it's actually in June this time. Yes, but there were three different bars that I went to last night um, in our town that uh each of them was hosting a drag show. And so I had, I only spent 20 to 25 minutes at each bar before I had to go to the next bar. Yeah. And luckily I was, I found, you know, parking was like pretty easy and I was able to get in and out because I, you know, had a friend with me who was um, basically like, you know, pushing the crowd around and being like, get the fuck out of the way. But I really appreciated that each of the drag, um, each of the drag shows, the MC, like when they saw me would point me out. And (laughs) when I was at, I think because Kev is like, you will <laughs> mention Move. the fact that well, we have an event photographer and she needs to be able to get the shit that she needs. I mean, I think, I mean, that was a couple years in the making, like, you know, just kind of like trial and error, like, here's how I can move around versus like, well, yeah. Well, now I have a shirt that says event photographer on yeah. it. So, like, people, like, they could, they recognize that that's somebody that's got to move. But, like, I really appreciated when I was at the last bar that, you know, I'm standing next to this, or I got up on the stage because I needed to take photos of the crowd. Yeah. And then Hex went, does everyone know who this beautiful human is? So I kind of, like, stand up straight, like, oh, my God, hello, yes. So she gave me this huge, this huge, beautiful plug that I was just like, oh, my God, like, you didn't need to do all that. And she's like, if you see this bitch and she's walking in front, move your ass. <laughs> we hire her to make us look good because she makes mama look pretty and mama can't look pretty if you're standing in front of her so move (laughs) oh my god oh hex is amazing fuck i love her so much um but yeah so i'm really excited for pride it's a really great thing i i am proudly an ally of the lgbtqia plus two spirit community and um that if you didn't know that now you do so yeah that's but that's 100 i mean we've kind of talked about it before but yeah yeah, advocate as fuck. Advocate as fuck. <laughs> but uh, now we're going to slide this transition and we're going to go into another installment of Mary's Murder Moment. <laughs> oh, God, I love that audio. It's so good. Um, Isn't it fun? So uh, as most of you know, uh, we've talked about it on the show, but I have all of a sudden just started devouring books, like just yeah, devouring you're, you're- them. You're like a, a fucking fire it's going really. through a bookstore or a, a, a library. Truly, but I'm only but I'm burning every book and not just books that like people don't like. <laughs> that wasn't the joke I was making, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, so I um, am, I was, I finished this book series. Uh, the author's name is Holly Jackson and she's written three books. Uh, the first one is called A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Um, this, I mean, obviously. Yes. The second book is called Good Girl, Bad Blood. The third one is called As Good as Dead. So basically it follows um, this character. Her name is Pippa Fitzamoby. She's adorable. Oh my God. And she goes by Pip. And uh, so she starts off in the very first book um, doing just a project for her um, senior year in high school. And she solves a five-year-old murder case that happened in her town. Oh yeah. And she ends up, you know, finding like who the real killer was. And then the second book um, kind of jumps off of that um, where she ends up uncovering that somebody in their town was actually um, in the witness protection program and his father oh, shit. was, um, they called him the murderer of Brunswick and so he was like kidnapping children and killing them. Oh Jesus Christ. So the guy in town was the son of this murderer and so then you know uh, it's that whole big story. But this third book called As Good As Dead was what I read to and from Houston and you know, if you ever needed a book that gave you almost step-by-step instructions on how to commit a murder. So are you saying it's like the anarchist cookbook? I mean, maybe a little bit. Do you I know mean, what I'm talking about? Uh, I mean, we've talked about it. but okay. um, it, well, Basically, it was a guide that got shared in the early ages of the internet in the 90s mm. uh, that literally told you how to make napalm and other like pipe bombs oh you know things that you shouldn't know <laughs> i mean well now we're in the era of the internet where you can just like find all that shit like, well yeah everywhere, it's much but... different we're talking oh. about like this is when chat rooms were a thing and people right. are like hey, right did you see this text document oh my god <laughs> in the early days of chat rooms and the internet yeah basically uh one of my friends had it uh printed and oh god i I think they almost got expelled because they brought it to school one day. Why the fuck would you bring that to school? Well, if you knew the people I hung out with, you'd know that they did not make good choices. I know a couple. I know a couple of people you used to hang out with. But, not uh, all of my friends were terrible, but some. No, but some were. <laughs> but this this book is wild because like what happens to Pip is she actually gets kidnapped in this book by a person who is actually a serial killer who has been living in their town this what entire the time. And, but she, so she gets kidnapped and she escapes. And as she escapes, she sees the kidnapper come back. Oh, Jesus. And she murders him with a fucking hammer. So this is basically just how to get away with murder. Pretty much. Okay. But she murders him with a hammer and she you know, like you do like you do and you know uh, in in any other scenario like if she were to go to the police like she would be justified because she was kidnapped and she was under duress and like all these things and so she she took justice in her own hands but she says to her boyfriend who helps her commit this <laughs> this cover up oh yeah if I were to go to the police, you know what they'll say they'll say that I murdered him and not that I defended myself yep. Because technically, like, at the time that she murdered him, he was coming in to murder her. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. So he was coming back to the crime scene to murder her. And so she escaped before he returns. But as she's running away, she sees the car pull up and she goes, okay, I could run and I could escape. Or <laughs> I could handle this because if he if, if this happens the way that I think it's going to, he's not going to get prosecuted he's yeah. gonna get let off with a warning and he's gonna go back to doing exactly what he was doing so she's like no i'm gonna i'm fucking handling this myself well yeah and uh that's a whole other topic but it's because our our legal system has a lot of flaws in it hot thought number three i know i lo- i know how we're supposed to have that in a segment whatever but i don't think about these until it happens they're peppered in it's yeah. fine but the the reason I say that this book got down to like the brass tacks of things, she got so into detail about um like just about like how to murder somebody. Well, I mean like the the <laughs> and character make it somebody else's problem. Well, I mean so Pip's character it has like 
like just binged murder podcasts and like you know like all these things like the author like the author um and yeah, like the reader and uh but so one of the guys in her high school class who in the very first book um admits to you know drugging other you know students and like you know raping them at house oh, parties jesus christ she go- that guy gets off you know with I like just how this is the shit you read in your leisure time you're right he gets <laughs> off with like a you know slap on the wrist and is like well i you know like that that recording wasn't real like she doctored it and I would never admit to that murder. So she frames that kid for this murder. Yeah. Um, but it gets down so far into brass tacks with things like just the time of death, right? So uh, as no one should know, yeah. um, rigor mortis sets into a body six to 12 hours after death. Um, so in order to change or manipulate the time the time of death to be a specific window, because medical examiners will only use a window of a time of death. Well, yeah. Because it's really hard to fucking figure out. It absolutely is. Rigor mortis allows the uh, medical examiner to be able to estimate a time of death, but rigor mortis can also be affected by factors such as temperature. So what what she does with her boyfriend is they wrap him up in a black tarp and they put him in the back of his own car, lay him down flat. So he's like on his stomach. Uh So uh, thinking about lividity, the, the blood will start to settle in the body. Right. Uh And so, you know, the blood will start to settle. Well, they put him in the car, they crank up the AC and they put ice packs all over the car to cool his body temperature down. Oh my God. Then she goes and establishes a, uh, an ironclad alibi with her friends to the point that she goes to a McDonald's that's at a gas station because she knows there are cameras in the McDonald's to place her in a public setting <laughs> at a certain time. And then she it's drugged. It's scary how like detailed this is. Oh my God. She drugs the kid who she ends up framing for this thing. She drugs him with her hypnol, uh. takes his ball cap and a shoe that has a very distinct pattern and a sweater and like six pairs of socks. Goes back to the crime scene, taking like, you know, like dirt roads so she's not seen by any cameras. Oh, and my God. They crank the heat up in this guy's car to bring his temperature back up to change the time of death, yeah. right? They flip him over again so the blood is now settling in the opposite direction so there's no line of lividity. Uh-huh. And they clean the crime scene and do all the things. They drive the kid that they're framing. They drive his car back on the main roads, catching every security camera. And she's wearing the hoodie and a signature cap that only this kid owns. So all you can see is the hoodie and the cap. Oh, my God. And, Ty, when I tell you that I'm reading this book in public and I'm looking around going, I... I, this feels like something I should not have in my hands. So I'm just saying this right now so everybody out there hears it. If I go missing, <laughs> Mary did it. Mary fucking did it. <laughs> I mean... She knows how. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... What is it with white women and fucking murder shows? I don't know. Murder show, murder show. Gotta watch my murder show. I don't know. It was it was a really interesting read. It was really fascinating, and I I would highly recommend that if you were looking for a book series that like that. I mean, it's that re- teaches you how to be a murderer. Well, not necessarily that, but like it was. Well, I mean, that is the lesson I'm getting from. No, this. that's not you. You boil things down into things that shouldn't be things. But if uh-huh. you are looking for a book series, it is a really. It's a really good. It's an easy book series to read, and um, I mean, it is. I mean, it's a. It's a wild ride. Yeah, it's the author's name is Holly Jackson. Um, the first book, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. I would absolutely recommend 100. percent That's um, just a great fucking title. It is. It's very true, and uh, so that concludes this week's installment of Mary's Murder Moment. Nice. Okay. You're not going to play the outro music? Well, no, I didn't play it for mine. Rude. <laughs> Fine. Um, but guys... Uh, before you do that, oh, I no. kind of want to go back. Uh, oh, no, we're not... No. No, no, no. Because people are probably like, why the fuck did he say leisure <laughs> instead of leisure? Oh, my... You're latching on to that? Well, no, I, I just... I want to mention where that comes from. Oh, God, please do. I think it's hysterical. Just do it. So do you know where it comes from? No. Okay, so um, there's a great movie... Uh, that Christopher Guest made, who made like Best in Show and Waiting for Guffman. Now let's let's be real. When you say a great movie, I take that with a grain of salt. Oh no, because I, Mary, you watched garbage. Mary, what? It's called Almost Heroes. We've watched it. I know, and it has Matthew Perry in it. I know. Matthew Perry's uh, character is supposed to be. Uh, is it Lewis? Meriwether Lewis? It, they're Lewis and Clark. Yes, but correct. They're, they're trying to beat Lewis and Clark to the West Coast. Yeah, buddy. To be, uh, you know, 
the ones who become famous. Yeah. So uh, one of the times when he's trying to, you know, relate with his uh, crew because he's a pompous, you know, fop <laughs> and all of the other guys are not. Uh, he's like, so what do you do in your leisure time? Leisure time. <laughs> Le- leisure time. <laughs> and I, 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 I've loved that ever since. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. It's such a great movie. I love it. It really so is. That's there's another plug. Watch Almost Heroes. Uh, well, and do you know who his uh, Clark is? Uh-uh. <laughs> it's Christopher Farley. That was Christopher Farley's last movie. Why are you calling him Christopher? Christopher Farley. That seems very strange. Normally- Christopher. I know it's Chris. Yeah, I was like, normally you say Chris Farley. So hey, I'm like. He's dead. I'm trying to, you um, know. Pour one out for your homies. But yeah, not on I'm, the board, I'm, I'm please. I'm trying to, you know, make him oh, like a. Uh, like a gentleman. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice. Oh, we're going to respect the dead. That's the word I was looking there for. There it trying is. Trying to be respectful. Trying to be respectful. But yeah, no, Chris Farley is. I love it. Uh, which is funny. Another l- little tidbit before we go. <laughs> Did you know that there was a knockoff made of that? No. With John Candy. What? <laughs> yeah. No. It was called Wagon's East. <laughs> oh my God. But uh, it wasn't the same story, but they came out around the same time. No. But that was uh, everybody um, out West. They're like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go back East. And then they keep seeing people who are like, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> Don't go back there. And Don't do like, it. No, it, living in the West is terrible. Trust me, <laughs> we do it. And it's not good. <laughs> John but, Candy is not Chris Farley. Like, let's be no. real. Like, just because well, he's a funny fat guy doesn't make him Chris Farley. Again, I'm not saying it's a complete ripoff because obviously they're different stories and stuff. Right. But I mean, it's still close enough. But uh, the guy that they have as his straight man uh, are two completely opposites, like Chris Farley and uh, um, Matthew Perry. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's just really funny. And, uh, um, uh, oh, what's that trapper's name? Uh, uh, Eugene Levy plays uh, uh, the um, trapper who was married to Pocahontas. God, I love Eugene Levy. And he's hysterical. You get to see Eugene Levy's ass in that. I mean, who doesn't like that? <laughs> Let's go. Because, uh, um, uh, or not Pocahontas. Did I seriously say that? Yeah, you meant Sacagawea. I meant, uh, yeah, I meant Sacagawea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I if, obviously need some food. Yeah, if that's not a sign <laughs> to bring us to the end of the show. Jesus Christ, I feel stupid. Then I don't I'm, know I'm what so is. glad that I'm recording this so I can yeah, go for back posterity. And hear it's, my stupidity. It's so good. Guys, with that, that does in <laughs> fact bring us to the end I of the show. I can't believe I said that. It's, uh, it's amazing. Thank you so much God again for it. being with us this week. Uh, we're glad to be back. I'm glad to be back in the beautiful state of Montana. And um, we are, we're just, we're moving right along. We've, you know, the the spring is coming and hopefully nice weather. That means nice weather. And uh, we're going to celebrate this guy's birthday this week. And Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah, so if you have, if you have birthday wishes and you're listening to this before, you know, uh, the ninth. Uh, then yeah, before Saturday, yeah, you know, before Saturday, um, then you know you should give him a shout out if you you know if you got his number you should text him because I bet that he would really appreciate that. Um, yeah. <laughs> to those people who listen who have that info, <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I said. But um, <laughs> don't try to find it, you creepers out there. Who yeah, don't. you won't be able to find it. Um, but thank you so much again. You guys are amazing, and uh, make sure you join us again next week for another episode of Mary Tyler and More, your favorite mumble cast you've never heard of, a Wandering Unicorn production. Bye, everybody.